Um, I have a prepared statement here I would like to read. Um, oh, are we rolling? Yeah, we're rolling. This is I have this statement. Uh, okay. Here at Explaining to Austin, we firmly believe and support the official United States government and conclusion on the JFK assassination that it was Lee Harvey Oswald acting alone as a single shooter in collaboration with no one else and to purport any sort of conspiracy related to government agencies is preposterous. We here at Explain to Austin also believe that uh, the U.S. had no foresight or uh, positive things to gain from the 9-11 attacks and therefore were completely unprepared and innocent in them occurring. Uh, any conspiracy theories on such topic or any topic are asinine and ridiculous and that is what Peyton Brock and Austin on the Explain to Austin show believe signed uh, Peyton Brock uh, September 21st yes. 2021 yeah, oh no so now that we have that out of the way for legal reasons uh, can I just ask did something happen define the define something were we contacted by a government agent that you didn't tell me about? Certain parties involved with certain podcasts may have had a communique with uh, certain undisclosed government-employed persons in which on certain communiques certain uh, consequences were, were purported if certain persons did not retract and clarify certain statements mm. on certain podcasts. Yes, well. And that that's... certain island-based detention centers may be in the future of said certain person running certain podcasts if they did not uh, make a statement on certain said podcast. Island-based detention centers? Uh. Communist island-based, yeah. Uh, Alcatraz. They're Alcatraz. They're gonna back and better than ever. With Al Capone's ghost, he's gonna say, he's "Hey, I got syphilis in here, and I'm Al a Capone's, fucking ghost." Al Capone's ghost is the warden now. Al Capone's ghost. He's still, a bad warden. He'll let you out. He still has syphilis even as a ghost. It doesn't go away. Sorry to report. That's because he got the COVID vaccine. That's because his friend's cousin from Trinidad got the COVID vaccine. And his balls swelled up, and it's filled with syphilis. COVID. Hit the Syph intro music. Go. Well, everybody, uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to today's episode. What I think, are we on episode 30? What episode of this here program are we on, Austin? I'm pulling it up. I'm trying to find. No, this is episode 29. So we're one away from the big 3-0, the big quarter-life crisis. Um, anyway, 
Welcome back to Explaining to Austin with me, Peyton, and your old buddy Austin as well. Hey. And, of course, we are starting to wind down... Conspiracy Month. Conspiracy Month. Yeah. Uh, Hold on. Let me see if I can burp the words Conspiracy Month. Hold on. Please. Talk. Talk a second. Hey. Okay, stop. Conspiracy Month. That was all right. I'm not great at the whole burping words thing. Uh, But yes, uh, it has been an eventful month. And we have today's episode and then one final episode coming to you next week uh, for the conclusion of Conspiracy Month. Uh, Austin, how, how's, how's it gone? How do you think it's gone? Oh, I think it's gone very well, honestly. You had your eyes opened about a lot of things, Austin? Um, yeah, I'd say, metaphorically speaking, my eyes have been fully closed before the month. And um, you just reached in there with your pretty little fingers, and you just grabbed me by the eyelashes and ripped them open. It's like they say in that in the Bible in that Bible song, "You once were blind, but now you see." Oh yeah, that Bible song. Uh, well, I'm glad I've revealed the truth to you, uh, in in many different ways. Of course, previous episodes we've talked about. All sorts of, you know, some of the biggest topics, of course, we started out talking about some CIA treachery using a fictional movie as our guide uh, to compare to real world uh, examples. But then, of course, we dug deep into uh, into the old 9-11 and JFK uh, conspiracies. So, you know, the last two episodes, especially last episode, were uh, quite detail heavy, uh, you know, quite a lot to pack in. So I thought uh, tonight I'd, I'd, I'd kick back with a little, uh, you hear that? A little beverage. Ooh, ooh, I also, I also have a little beverage. Little, a nice margi, a margarito. Mmm. What you got nice. there? A perb? I've got uh, Three Fingers of Scotch. Um, okay. I love that band, Three Fingered Scotch Punch. Three Finger Scotch Glass. <laughs> um. uh, and so I figured we'd kick back and... Take it easy and kind of do a little bit of a uh, conspiracy theory roundup. Whip, whip crack uh, horse noise. Uh, and then there's like going to be some country music playing right now. Can uh, it be Foggy Mountain Breakdown? Maybe. Okay. If I decide to use it. It's great. It's my show. Uh, so... We're just gonna we're gonna kind of I have a couple of articles we can get to at some point and and read and talk about um, involving conspiracy theories uh, some kind of fun less uh, heavy topic wise uh, less heavy you know government treachery based conspiracy theories. Um, oh, wait, can I can I ask a uh, a question real quick? Yeah. Um, do you remember? Oh well, it is that day. It welcome to our uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire episode because we are recording this. When you're hearing it, it's later. It's the next day, maybe, probably. But for us, it's the twenty first night of September, and so we're gonna be uh, partying all night long. That's us. To some sweet, funky music. Anyway. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we're just, just conspiracy theories, you know, anything we haven't talked about, 
feel free to bring up. I have a couple topics, and and we're just gonna, you know, have a nice little roundup here of uh, conspiracy theories. So you know, starting out, uh, lightning round, right? Starting out, you have any theories or or fun topics on the conspiracy spectrum that we haven't really brought up? You want to talk about it all? Um, I think that um, companies that um, make purses and company that make women's pants are in cahoots. That's probably true, you know? Like, that one just seems accurate. Like, like yeah, of course the pants manufacturers are going to make shit with smaller pockets, so that way you have to buy a purse. Right. See, I, I have first-hand experience on this. You know, being a trans woman, you know, who who... In the only in the last couple of years, you know, started you know their transition. Right. I can definitely attest to, you know, my experience previously with so-called man jeans and my experience now with with so-called woman jeans. Uh, the pocket size is quite uh, is quite different. You know, I I feel like yeah, I could I mean... fit I could fit a solid entire uh, DVD copy of The Mummy Returns in a in a man's pant jean pocket. While in my while in my now girl pockets, I would be uh, lucky to fit a uh, you know what's a small case. Um, I would be lucky if I could squeeze in a DS uh, a DS uh, game uh, box partially. You know, like I feel yeah, like I oh, could maybe absolutely. fit a DS game uh, box if it was like the top part was like sticking out from the pocket, but it was like secured, but you could definitely see it and it wouldn't be very convenient. So, you know, that's kind of a size comparison I'm trying to make here. DVD box yeah, versus I mean, DS box. Like I could, I can, so I've got a pair of high-waisted women's jeans just because I love the way they make my ass look. Right. Um, As you do. And I... The front pockets are useless, effectively. You right. know, I could fit, I could fit thirty-five cents and change in the front pockets together. Right. Um, and then in a normal pair of men's, even skinny jeans, I can fit an L ninety six A one British Arctic Warfare or a sniper rifle. Well, that's you know, that's just it's because historically men have obviously been been the hunter, been the breadwinner of uh, right. of so the traditional an con- rifle. right of the traditional conservative uh, family unit and society men have been the ones who have needed the big pockets but obviously now we're in a more liberated age we're in an age where women are allowed and and encouraged to do just as much uh as men do so really we got to up those women's pocket sizes because now they're the ones who need to be carrying around rifles and whatnot right exactly i can Um, i can say that since switching to girl pants i have had to scale down what I put in my pockets if I am, you know, wearing pants and, and carrying uh, stuff in pockets rather than a purse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I used to carry around like a, a multi-tool in my pocket. Can't do that anymore. It's just too big and bulky and heavy. Um, you know, I had a bigger wallet. Of course, I kind of had the classic stereotype of a, of a man's wallet being a, 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 a leather sandwich approximate to the size of a, a, a club sandwich. Um, you know, I'm, I scaled that down, just have a thin little, you know, Velcro-y wallet type thing now. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, definitely downsized it. Yeah, and, you know, downsizing is nice sometimes, but also 
Right, like when a girl, you know, say a girl was dating like a guy with a huge big penis, like, you know, we're talking about, we're talking, you know, a, a, an eight incher to, to maybe even a foot uh, if Ooh. if he's so well endowed. But then, you know, maybe she breaks up with him and, and then she goes to you. And, you know, it's going to be a significant. It's uh, a significant. It's, it's, like, it's like when driving a car, you're really shifting down gear a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because your down, your penises means you're about to go faster. So oh, well, going down. Usually, if you're usually if you're downshifting, it's because you're trying to accelerate. Well, and you then go. You're actually gonna shift back up later. Well, so it gets smaller is what I'm trying to say. Because you're hmm. I, what I'm saying is your penis is significantly smaller. It's than like, most it's shaped men. like a tuna can. Well, I, it's, I, it's I, really short, but it's like four inches across. Listen, as someone who's seen it numerous times. As someone who's seen it as recently as this past Saturday, in a platonic way, let me. So I'm not biased here, you know. It was a completely platonic penis right, inspection. Right. Uh, I would describe it as a baby's thumb. That's fair, I'd say. It's you need a you need a you need some kind of magnifying object to see it. Would you well, concur? Maybe not a magnifying object, but, like, just got to get in close, you know? Yeah, fair, fair. Um, what were we talking about? How Conspiracy Versus. theories? Oh, right, right. So, yes, the women's clothing and purse is probably a racket uh, designed to, to drive sales from one to the other. I would yeah, agree. Yeah, same with... Um... How hot dogs always come in a pack of eight and buns always come in a pack of ten or vice versa. Now, is that is that just an ur- – I've heard that before, but is it just an urban legend or is it really true? Because no, I don't no, think no, I've I'm ever bought kidding. hot dogs. It's I haven't not, bought hot dogs in a long time. It's not I'm something never... I've ever cooked for myself. It's more something I eat elsewhere. You know, I'm never yeah, at yeah, home yeah. being like, I want to cook my own hot dog. No, I will say the last time I bought hot dogs, it was solely for the purpose of cutting up and putting in Kraft mac and cheese. Oh, very nice. That's that's a cl- it's a childhood classic right there. It's some comfort food, you know. I was a little depressed and like it's a little. It's comfort. a childhood. Cl- you surprised you didn't just break out the Vienna sausages at that point. I do love Vienna sausages. I won't. I eat spam and eggs regularly. So I like making a nice. Uh, yeah, that sounds great. I, I like I like taking the Vienna sausage can and just straining the juice out and then making a nice cocktail with that oh yeah i put a little an egg white yeah well bourbon i like to do the sausage water uh some vodka and then a sprig of uh of yellow mustard and i call it the ballpark the ballpark spike i call that the cracker jack i call that the dinerman's treat the fisherman's treat (laughs) Fisherman's Street. Now, uh, other conspiracy theories. Are you are you familiar with what a conspiracy theory is, Austin? It's a theory that someone is cons- that there's a conspiracy happening about something. That's right. So you know, we've talked about some of the biggest ones. Let's talk about some of the smallest ones. Uh, I have a conspiracy theory that uh, my toilet. Um, only leaks when i'm not looking at it there's like a drippy bolt on my toilet where i think the seal's broken and i I swear to god if i look at it it doesn't drip and the moment i turn my back that things are dripping 
Okay, so I feel like that's like some quantum theory shit where it's like... Well, I think the government's rigged it to do that, to try to drive me insane. It's a PSYOP. It's like a coin. It's like a Cointel Pro th- thing to to break me uh, mentally. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I think they also have wired my house and listened to everything I say. That's why I mostly just walk around shouting uh, the word uh, "penis" and "cum" at the top of my uh, voice all That's day. That's smart. Yeah, so, that really helps. So that it's so obnoxious, it just drives the person in charge of listening to the. <laughs> to the tapes they're gonna get mad they get mad and stop penis and cum um so i would imagine that like fbi agents or whatever are like trained to resist interrogation techniques or torture but like yelling penis and cum is probably one they haven't heard before no they don't curse at the fbi so they're quite a they're quite unaccustomed to well it's 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 traditionally christian organization right a lot of mormons in it that's actually true joke joke no joking joking aside uh both like the cia and fbi uh do recruit a lot of mormons because you know they're very like obviously they're very dependable they don't you know they don't drink and like do drugs they're very like you know family oriented and and patriotic but also um you know mormons have a really great front via like mission work for like randomly being in an overseas country so i i I think they that yeah there actually is a really strong presence within um in langley uh, of mormon um agents for both fbi and cia well that's interesting yeah this is something i didn't know no that's that's i'm i'm being serious about that yeah and it makes sense i mean you know they and they definitely have like when you think of a mormon it's kind of like the exact same thing you have in your head is like a stereotypical uh federal agent type person right yeah no i mean they're already dressed up like right in the uh they already look like a fed you know dude i i know someone who just went on their mormon mission right and they just got back and they like invited everyone on their social media to come to their service to their mormon church where they talk about it oh very nice where did they go. go i don't know they go overseas or were they in the country i think it was overseas maybe yeah they're probably American. running in they're probably south america i think so oh yeah 100 percent. they are running an op for the cia they're probably trying, they to, trying to destabilize probably trying to de- destabilize one of the governments in in south america with like a left-wing presence in it 100 well, percent. I'll, I'll tell him i know what he's up to right send them a threatening message say we know uh, so we know you this... we know you're a fed we know you're a we know you're a rat. There's this fun prank I saw on the internet where it's a harmless fun prank where you can call your friend a silly, a, a goofy melon head, where you take a melon like um like a honeydew, right, and you draw a face on it with black marker, like uh-huh. a smiley face that looks goofy, and then you write the word you on a piece of paper and then you stab that into the, into the melon right. with like a knife or something and you just leave it on someone's front porch. Yeah. And then they're like, wow, someone thinks I'm a goofy melon head. That's a good one. I heard I have this, uh, it's a great way to prank your friends or an enemy in this case. It's great for enemies, getting back at them. While they're asleep, you uh, you you slip them or you, you either, you know, orally or you can, if you have access to an IV uh, bag and, an, you know, an IV system, you uh, sedate them with some kind of anesthetic and then while they're out, 
uh, you tattoo blackface onto them. You just like tattoo That's a their really fun harmless. Prank. You tattoo their whole face like as if someone was wearing a racist blackface costume, and then when then the rest of their life they, you know, they're gonna be in trouble because they're permanently in blackface. They call that the Justin Trudeau surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when it first died? September, love was changing the minds. September, while chasing the clouds away. So, with all that out of the way, um, let's get serious for a second. I have a very serious uh, Wikipedia article I want to read to you. Um, about a conspiracy theory and this is a this is a conspiracy theory that's really important it's uh it has a lot of effect on not only you know the united states but the world um and the political climate of the world okay okay this is the avril levine replacement conspiracy theory oh this one's insane so you're familiar with this austin i'm like vaguely familiar like this shit blows my mind Mm. i only found out about it today uh, so I'm I'm really jumping into the deep end here in terms of conspiracy theory. So it says um, this conspiracy theory uh, it states that Canadian pop punk musician Avril Lavigne died mm-hmm. in died in 2003 shortly after the release of her album Let Go and re- was replaced by a body double named Melissa Vandela. Evidence used to support the theory include changes in Levine's appearance between 2003 and the present, supposed subliminal messaging in her follow-up album Under My Skin, 2004, and a photo shoot in which Levine, uh, which Levine has the name Melissa. Oh, sorry, I might have said Melinda. Was it that? It's Melissa. Vanilla. Yeah, you said Melissa. Okay. Uh, and a photo shoot in which Levine has the name Melissa written on her hand. What do you think about that, Austin? That's the whole evidence? Well, there's more. It's just like the opening paragraph. I wanted to stop and, and, and get any input you had before I continued. So they think that having the word Melissa on your hand means that you're not Avril Levine. Right. Well, I write names on my hand all the time just to throw off anyone who might be watching Well, I write me. names on my hand, but that's for my next victim. That's not... Right, of course. My there's, hand is like a death note. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of reasons a person writes a name on a hand, and it's not all just because... Maybe it's an acronym. It, right, it, Melissa stands for Mom, explain... LARPing. Mom, explain LARPing. I... S- surely. Surely... Uh, shouldn't shouldn't assume because she doesn't want to assume what LARPing is. So her mom, she's asking her mom to explain it. Uh, let's see. It continues. It says the origin of this theory can be traced back to a 2011 Brazilian. But why is it always Brazil? What? Do, come on, guys. Everything's always Brazil. You know, all these people, you ever go into a YouTube comment section for, like, a famous person? It's always, hey, come to Brazil, come to Brazil. It's like, what do you, get it together, guys. That's what I'm saying. You need to chill, tone it down. Take it, take the knob and turn it down, Brazil. Yeah, maybe maybe bump it down from 11 down to maybe 9.5. <laughs> More like bump it down to 4, if you're asking me, Brazil. <laughs> uh, so it says a Brazilian blog 
Avril Esta Morta, which is Avril is dead in Portuguese, mm. uh, which led to conversations on internet forums sharing supposed evidence of Levine's replacement. Theory gained more traction in May 2017 when a Twitter user posted a thread recounting the theory. Levine has denied the theory on multiple occasions. So, further going into it, the origins, it says, uh, again, goes back to that blog, which some sources say, well, some sources say, however, the rumor dates back as far as 2005. Uh, the theory alleges that the pressures of fame combined with the death of Levine's grandfather sent her into a deep depression after the release of uh, 2002 debut album, Let Go, and the singer died by suicide shortly after. According to the conspiracy theory, a lookalike named Melissa was originally hired to distract paparazzi, protecting a reclusive Levine. It alleges that Levine befriended Melissa. That, uh, yeah, that Levine uh, befriended Melissa shortly before the singer's supposed death. That her body double was taught how to sing and perform like the musician, and at, that after Levine's death, her record company buried the news and replaced her with Melissa Vandella for a counter uh, for continued profit, and that Melissa recorded all of Levine's future work. Much of the evidence cited in support of the conspiracy is reported appearance and disappearance of various moles and other skin blemishes in pictures of Levine over time, as well as a promotional photo shoot, again, with the name written on her hand. So I like how this is just like, wow, she kind of looks different over the course of uh, nearly 15... Oh, she's aging. Over the course of 15 years, she kind of looks different. Obviously, it means there's a body double and they replaced her. You know, every time I see someone I haven't seen in a while, if they don't look exactly like the person, uh, this is if they don't look exactly like they did when I last saw them, I immediately accuse them of being a body double sent by the CIA to uh, uh, try to influence and get information out of me. Yeah, no, I've 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 accused so many friends of that. I accused my brother of that one time. That's fair. I mean, I understand. Uh, it says. The conspiracy theories soon gained traction on internet forums such as ATRL and Godlike Productions, where self-proclaimed Avril Rangers shared evidence. Oh yeah, you know I actually, I actually tried. I I uh, I went to boot camp to try to be an Avril Ranger, and they actually said I was the most uh, talented and best person ever to. Uh, go through training, but they said I was just too good of a of an Avril Ranger that uh, it wouldn't be fair to send me to the Middle East. So I I was discharged. This isn't something I knew about you, but right. I'm glad to know it now. It's the Avril Rangers, those are like they're above. You have like Navy Seals, Green Berets, and then it's like way above. It's like in the secret echelon you don't even know about. That's where the Avril Rangers are. Do you want to know who really killed Osama bin Laden? The Avril Rangers did it in 2003, and we didn't even know about it. That's how secret it was. Wait, what? The Avril Rangers, they killed Osama bin Laden <laughs> in 2003, and they just, they it was a complete secret. All the time we thought he was alive, it was just a front by the, by the military, but he was actually killed in 2003 by the Avril Rangers. So, uh, this continues... So, someone in 2012 suggested that the original Avril may actually be alive using a picture of what appeared to be the singer buying cheese at the time when new Avril was supposedly battling Lyme disease. 
In addition to the changes in her appearance, the theory alleges that the title, oh boy, and artwork of Avril's second album, Under My Skin, as well as lyrics to songs like My Happy Ending and Together are subliminal messaging. The original blog further suggests that Melissa feels guilt over participating in this farce, leading to the subliminal messaging. So, I texted a good friend of mine who is obsessed with Avril Lavigne. Uh-huh. Um, it's, like, like a big part of her personality. She fucking loves Avril Lavigne. Like, um, right. when we when we became friends through Tinder, uh-huh. in her bio, it literally said, like, follow me to my Avril shrine. Like, just, you know, jokey, like, right. fun. She loves early 2000s, like, pop punk kind of shit. So I texted. I said, hey, do you think Avril Lavigne is dead? And she said, no, don't ever ask me this question again. Uh, Sounds like... uh, And I said... Sounds pretty suspicious. I said, my friend is talking about the conspiracy theory, and I figured I'd ask you, since you're the resident Avril expert in my life. And she says, tell them never to talk about it again. I said, oh my god, why? And she goes, it's tired, we're over it. There's no logical base. She goes, there's no logical basis for this conspiracy. I'm sick. Sorry, I'm passionate. Nah, nah, that sounds fucking suspicious as hell. You literally, she out right out the gate is like, never talk about this with me. Like that's some fucking. That's that that is a uh, yeah. That's some that's some shady stuff right there. That's some. I said. I said. Peyton says you sound sus and defensive. That's some. And she goes extremely. <laughs> that's some David Ferry uh, denying ever meeting. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald level suspicion right there. I'm, you know, is this friend also completely bald and has to wear goofy eyebrows and a wig? Wait, yeah, how'd you know? Wow, we're really cracking the case. But yeah, no, oh, they totally shit. sound like an asset. They're in the pocket of of of, of big uh, big music. You know, the CIA might be behind all of this. They might have wanted Avril's message from her initial album. It was too. It, the mix of punk revolution with with the pop mentality it was just too strong and Wait, so melissa, they had to take what, her out what was melissa's last name uh let me see vandella that's spelled v a n d e l l a so i text i said you're in the pocket of the record label aren't you and she goes yeah how'd you know and i said you're friends with melissa vandella huh and she yeah. disliked the message well, you know, I, I think what really happened here is, like I said, you know, she, Avril Lavigne, she was able to get out this radical punk message of, of uh, wanting to have sex with skater boys. But in, in such a, in a, in a in using pop as the sugar to make the medicine go down, and that was just too dangerous. The CIA and FBI just couldn't allow her message to continue, what so if, they took I mean, her out. What if, what if punk killed her? Like, what if it was... Like shitty dudes in punk, that were like, she got uh, gaslighted sh- to death. No, that's Midwest emo. <laughs> punk dudes are just straight up fucking killed. At, someone knocked her out. <laughs> like, someone knocked like, her out and chained her to a radiator, and then they they turned on the uh, the the stove but didn't light it and just filled the apartment with gas. And as they were leaving, they said they said, "You've heard of gas lighting. Now get ready for gas dying. To be gas lit. Gas dying." <laughs> That's a good joke. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Um, 
so yeah, like rise in popularity was in 2017. So when someone posted it on Twitter, uh, and Wait, so this wasn't really a conspiracy until then. Well, it said 2011 is the time when it got popular on internet forums. 2012, 2011, and I mean, then honestly, it like, didn't hit big feels, time. This just feels like the Paul is dead shit from the Beatles. Well, that is that's linked at the bottom of this Wikipedia. The Paul is dead, a similar theory involving Paul McCartney. Like I just there's like nothing like all of the evidence you listed is really fucking lame (laughs) like i mean really that's what these people have on this like all the other conspiracy theories we've talked about are like yeah okay i could see the motivation behind like why this would be a thing like i could see that there could be motive for the government or whatever covering something up but like wait austin are you saying that Avril Lavigne replacement conspiracy theory is not on the level of seriousness and and uh, veracity as the JFK conspiracy or 9-11 conspiracy. Look, I know that's kind of a bold take for me to be dropping, but like, yeah, no, I don't think they're nearly on the same level. All right. Well, if you say so, uh, I want to say that it does have some quotes from Avril Lavigne where she says, or supposedly Avril Lavigne, if we are to believe it. Uh, no, I'm not dead. I'm here. Uh, and as well as saying, some people think I'm not the real me, which is so weird. Like, why would they ever think that? Which is a suspicious way to put it. Uh, she says, people are just bored and need something to talk about. Uh, let's see. I'd agree with that part of it. She says... Um, she called it a dumb internet rumor and was flabbergasted that people bought into it. In 2013, a separate death hoax alleged that Levine died in a snowboarding accident at Whistler Backcomb Ski Resort. So, there you go. And, like, like her family just wouldn't say anything, or, like, Chad Kroger just wouldn't say anything, like... Well, they're, they weren't together anymore, right? Or I guess they it were doesn't when... doesn't matter. I guess they, they were when she died, or supposedly died, right? I guess. Right, maybe. Yeah. Was she, when they were like together, how old was he and how young was she? Oh fuck, I don't know. She was born in 84 and how old was uh, let's look it up. Chad, Chad Kroger. Kroger. We're doing live research here to see if he's a pedophile. 74, he's 10 years older. Okay. So He's like my mom and dad. Okay, well, but how old was she in 2004? Uh, that she would have been 20. Okay, that's fine. I just yeah. wanted to make sure everything was above board. He was a boy, she was a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? He was a punk, she did ballet. What more can I say? He wanted her, she'd never tell. Secretly, she wanted him as well. And all of the friends since we're on the topic of uh of the of 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 people preying on innocence of children let me pose a question to you austin jeffrey epstein did he Mm -hmm. kill himself or was he killed oh i feel like it's dumb to even say that he would kill himself right I feel like, I mean, like, I, I know that's, like, a meme, but, like, he was way too important. Like, right. I don't think he's even dead. 
That's you don't think he's even dead? You think he's still alive? Yeah. Hmm. No, I, I haven't don't. heard that one. I don't think. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. But um, yeah, no, he he definitely didn't kill himself. Like, because he was gonna talk. Right. That's fair. I and would... that would have leveled some shit. Like that would have really brought some people down. Right. I'm moving over to the uh jeffrey epstein death of jeffrey epstein wikipedia page which has a homicide suspicions and conspiracy theories section i too believe that it's i mean it it just seems to there were like a lot of i'm not like an expert nor have i prepared going into this episode i just had the idea a second ago to bring it up because i mean i I feel like you know much there are much smarter people who've gone into much more detail about all the weird shit going on with it I do like how here it says only 29, uh, it says a Rasmussen reports poll conducted shortly after his death in August 2019 found that only 29% of U.S. adults believed Epstein actually committed suicide while 42, only 29%? while 42 thought he was murdered to prevent him from testifying against powerful people with whom he associated and 29% were undecided. So the same amount of people who believe it for sure was suicide are tied with the with people who are undecided. With the rest being sure that it, or you know thinking that it was a murder. I love it. Like, oh holy shit! It goes on. It says in 2020, the same organization found that a majority of Americans believe Epstein was murdered, with just 21 percent believing he committed suicide. It's gotten smaller. Oh hell yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, no, I, I definitely think he probably, there's just too many powerful people all over the spectrum, politically and social. you know, just too many yeah, like powerful every, people. Every political party had people in it that were like, in every industry, would be almost, hurt. yeah, no, you know, every all industry, sorts of rich people, like, it wasn't just Republicans, it wasn't just Democrats, it was like, this shit affected everyone, right? Like, I mean, you had Bill Clinton, you had Donald Trump, like, all these motherfuckers. Every major political figure had some kind of connection to Epstein. Right. Like, like literally, Melinda Gates divorced Bill because of his connections to Epstein. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that is what happened. Not even a conspiracy theory, that's just actually what happened. No, that's like, actually, like, she has said that. Right, like, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's real girl boss energy, honestly. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, he definitely was murdered. So, case closed on that. You heard it from us first, folks, that uh, that's uh, confirmed, that we, we can officially confirm. That's a, that's a uh, explain to Austin exclusive. We can confirm that Jeffrey Epstein was murdered. Um, well, uh, let's see. Other conspiracy theories, Austin? Um. I, I talked with a friend that you know recently. It was actually when it was at a it was at a over at your house when some people were hanging out. Okay. And I asked him because well, well, don't say I'll bleep. I'm gonna bleep that out. We don't want to say his name. He's our confidential source, Austin. What I'm talking about? Well, I'm bleeping that too because I don't even want people to know the initials. <laughs> uh, this person. Uh, who did they they told me how they did a uh an internship with i'm i can't recall if it was it was someone in congress's uh office uh someone in congress but i can't remember who or what um chamber 
if it was House remember. or uh, Senate. But um, I can't remember who, but I know where they're from. I, I was just talking to him about it, and I did bring up, I asked, uh, you know, did they talk about, you know, adrenochrome or, or eating babies or anything of that sort? And he did say, well, it was a, it was a virtual um, internship given the pandemic and everything. So I, I, I wasn't really around enough. And so, no, I didn't see anything like that. But he did say, you know, I feel like it might have been more uh, something that gotten into and something potentially seen uh, or experienced if it was in person. But obviously, you know, Zoom, you know, recording everything. You don't want to be you don't want that uh, leaking out or caught on evidence or someone filming it secretly or whatever so you know right yeah just letting you all know we have sources inside the government who are who are you know currently you know as we speak trying to track down uh you know the the secret missing children uh buried underneath the Capitol. right which i've personally put there right you know, I watched a really great. Uh, I watched a really great doc. You put them there. Hold on, I. I was glad. I wasn't. I. I didn't. That took me a second. You put them. You put the children there. We can move on. You sure? I was gonna. Uh, you're welcome to speak more on it. I don't think I should. Okay. Well. Maybe not. The, maybe in a later episode. Okay. Sure. Next week, maybe. maybe. Uh, well, um, I did. I watched a fantastic documentary the other day. Uh, on conspiracy theories it was a film uh called national treasures 2 book of secrets oh i've heard of. have that. you seen this film yes it's about a uh one best picture right yeah, well best documentary yes uh, yes um it, it involves a researcher uh who discovered the president's secret book that houses all of the secrets of the government uh, and they use it to find secret treasure under Mount Rushmore. But the book holds all the secrets that he wants to know. Um, and so I've made it my life's mission. I've dedicated my life to finding this president's book of secrets. And then I will read it live on air and reveal everything from the secrets of the JFK assassination as discussed last time to... Uh, aliens and if we have contacted them um so i feel like now it's a good time to tell you that um i actually bought the book of secrets on ebay yesterday you have it right now no it hasn't shipped yet oh well you will have it soon yes so we can talk about it in a coming up episode (laughs) yeah we absolutely can well that'll be great for promotion i'd say um yeah, I'll let you know when it ships. Fantastic. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, well, going to another article I wanted to read. On a topic we actually kind of just uh, naturally were talking about the other day, I believe. Um, I wanted to talk about this article that's on Business Insider uh, that is from 2018. And it's called, it says, the title is, a wildly popular conspiracy theory about why there are so many mattress frame stores is starting to sound less crazy. Oh, dude, that's a fucking money laundering front, and no one can change my mind on that. Well, uh, let's let's hear what they. Why have... don't you go ahead and try to change my mind? Let's on hear it, what like, they have to say you? about uh, about it on Business Insider. 
if you've ever wondered why there seems to be a mattress firm on every corner in your city, you're not alone. But one explanation for this phenomenon is more extreme than you might expect. On Tuesday, a comment on Reddit claiming that Mattress Firm, the largest specialty mattress retailer in the U.S., is a money laundering operation, went viral, but it has since been deleted, the next web reported. Mattress Firm is some sort of giant money laundering scheme, a Reddit user wrote, adding, I remember seeing four mattress firms all on each corner, uh, all on each corner of an intersection once, and there's no way there's such a demand for mattresses. This caused an outcry on the Reddit thread. Mattress Firm, which acquired Sleepies in 2016, now has over 3,500 stores, sometimes in high concentrations. But Reddit users argue there are too many, especially given it stocks a product that people typically buy every 7 to 10 years. And there's a map that shows a concentration of mattress firms in Austin, uh, the city, not you. Right, I mean, and the city, though. what looks like in a decent, you know, in like just downtown of the city, there's one nine mattress firms, you know, seemingly within uh, a short drive from each other. So it says it's a popular conspiracy theory on Reddit. Uh, quote: Multiple stores equal more place to shuffle money between and more sources for fake money to appear to come from. Another user wrote. Uh, the South African retailer Steinhoff bought Mattress Firm for $3.8 billion in 2016. At the time, analysts were skeptical about why Steinhoff had forked over so much for a business increasingly threatened by new startups such as Casper. Towards the end of last year, Steinhoff's stock price tanked by as much as 62% in one day, wiping out $15 billion of its market value, Reuters reported. The company postponed publishing its full-year accounts, citing accounting irregularities, and its two top executives and chairmen have resigned. Mattress Firm did not immediately respond to Business Insider's request for comment. Mm. So, Austin... Mattress firm, uh, money laundering front, you agree? Yes. Uh, I mean, it certainly is a perplexing situation uh, because I, in fact, have seen mattress firms literally on the same street uh, across the street from one another. Yeah, Um, literally like 20 minutes from us. Correct. There are two mattress firms in the same city, like, um... Within, like, a mile of each other, I believe. Yeah, like, I... So when I moved into my house, I needed a box spring. Right. And, uh, went to one with my stepdad. Right. Walked in. We were like, hey, we need a queen-size box spring. And they were like, ooh, we ain't got none. But I'll call the other store yeah. and ask them. We'll call the store across the street, literally yeah, right there. Five minutes down the road, they call. They're like, yeah, we got it. We go up to that one. They have it. I don't understand. Like, just build a bigger Just store. put them together. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't... Well, uh, I, I have seen explanation in another article that, I, that was with... Uh, I can't remember where. It might have been like NPR or something. I saw another article where it was um, explained that potentially the reason is that like that mattresses are such like a uh, expensive item that and and mainly something shopped for on the weekends 
that's not really something you go and shop for on a weekday necessarily that yeah. you know only selling one or two mattresses like on a weekday is enough to like you know make the store enough money because mattresses while like a hundred to two hundred dollars or more apparently they're made fairly cheap so there's a fairly big uh markup a profit margin like there's like a nearly like a hundred percent profit margin and so not very many mattresses have to be sold to uh you know make enough for for rent so to speak that's an explanation I've heard. I still don't know if I can believe that it warrants there being mattress firms across the street from each other in no, one city. No, for sure not. So Absolutely not. There's no way. It does certainly feel uh, strange and money laundry. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you know, maybe we're maybe we're giving them too much credit. Maybe the truth is is even. Uh, more sinister and what if like they're hiding things in the mattresses and it's not even money laundering but like what if there are children inside the mattresses children children for the elites to eat and drain of their vital essence oh like the ones i put under the capital correct exactly okay you know like the whole wayfair conspiracy theory remember that remember that that one was so dumb. That one was dumb, but I'm saying, like, what if mattress yeah. firm is? But what if that was a false flag to to discredit even ever, uh, you know, purporting that oh this furniture thing is actually a front for child enslavement? But what if mattress firm is the real deal and that and Wayfair was but a illusion to throw off the scent? I just. You ever think of that? I I try not to. Well, start thinking about it, baby, because the reality's knocking at your door and it's saying, time to wake up. Yeah, just like that. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Give him two lips like roses and clover. Then tell him that his lonesome nights are over. Obviously today we are kind of just riffing and having fun with some more outlandish conspiracy theories, but, you know, I think there is something to be said with, like, you know, in the public consciousness, you know, I think even if it's unintentional, there is something to be said for, you know, more ridiculous conspiracy theories like Avril Lavigne being replaced, uh, dying and being replaced by a body double, Uh, you know, being used to discredit and dissuade ones with actual, you know, conspiracy theories with actual, you know, merit and value and importance like the JFK conspiracy, you know, like, uh, you know, actual things that have come to light about the CIA or FBI like uh, Pro, for example, um, or, you know, other spying and uh, illegal acts by our agencies. So, I mean, I think there is something to be said for ridiculous conspiracy theories whether intentional or not, being used to uh, delegitimize uh, conspiracy theories that have more merit to them. 
Yeah, no, that's a that seems fair actually. So then you get into the whole idea, kind of like I was just joking about with Wayfair, of like you know, are these ridiculous conspiracy theories intentionally ridiculous to throw off the scent of more real conspiracy theories? No, that like actually feels pretty plausible. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I yeah, I definitely think um, at least some of them probably are. Not all of them. Um, so, uh, I guess lastly here, I did want to bring up because it's kept being in the news, um, and I'm just pulling up like one of the most recent articles from Politico. Of course, we talked about it a month or two ago, just casually, uh, joking about it, but Havana syndrome, of course, that's kind of the current... Uh, conspiracy theory but it's actually kind of going the opposite way this is along the same lines as uh oh you know iraq funded or uh assisted some way in 9-11 and therefore we need to invade iraq because saddam hussein uh you know aided uh al-qaeda um you're saying it's like, oh, Cuban, Cuba did this to us, so we need to get out of Cuba. Right. This is this is kind of on the opposite end of it's it's similar to that, similar to Iraq in 9/11. The Havana syndrome is on the opposite end of the spectrum. You know, being that, of course, conspiracy theories like we've talked about so far um, in this series, like JFK and 9/11, they are conspiracy theories trying to examine the falsities and. Uh, you know, wrongdoings of our imperialist core and our, of our uh, intelligence agencies. Here, we have a conspiracy theory that is, you know, kind of being constructed by them intentionally to justify uh, aggression and uh, and diplomatic and military uh, intervention. So via Politico, like an hour ago, we have... House sends bill adding uh, House sends bill aiding Havana syndrome victims to Biden's desk. The legislation would aid victims of directed energy attacks as they seek medical care for symptoms that can indu- oh include brain damage. Get out of here. Um. So this says uh, the House on Tuesday unanimously passed a bill to aid Americans believed to be suffering from Havana syndrome as the Biden administration struggles to understand how and why U.S. spies and diplomats are developing mysterious, debilitating brain injuries. And by debilitating brain injuries, they mean headaches and depression. Yeah, literally. Uh, the illness, believed to be a result of an invisible directed energy attack, has long stumped U.S. intelligence officials and reports of what the government officially calls anomalous health incidents have skyrocketed in recent months. Oh, man, I wonder if that's, like, uh, definitely not related at all to, like, a placebo effect and people just, uh, anytime they feel bad and they're a government official, uh, immediately blaming magical space rays shooting at their head. Yeah, way easier to just blame that shit. Right. Other than saying, hmm, maybe I just have uh, a, a migraine or maybe I have depression. At the same time, the victims, which total around 200, officials say, have faced bureaucratic hurdles.
calls as they seek medical care for symptoms that can range from severe headaches to brain damage. After Politico first reported earlier this year the alarming increase in suspected incidents, both on U.S. soil and abroad, Republican and Democrat lawmakers who serve on the House and Senate Intelligence Committees drew up legislation to boost medical resources for this indivi- for these individuals. The bill, dubbed the Havana Act, authorizes new funding for treatment and gives the CIA director and secretary of state increased flexibility on how the money is spent. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that won't go to weapons at all. Oh, Uh, it never would. it, It also requires both to report regularly to Congress on the funding initiatives. Behind closed doors, lawmakers have expressed frustration with the intelligence community for what they perceive to be a failure to sufficiently address the matter in recent years. Wow, who would have guessed that it's hard to uh, definitively find the magic ray guns that are shooting bad thoughts into your head? You know, they should have found it right away. They should have used their reverse ray gun tractor beam and and found the culprits. Uh, Quote, there's no higher priority than ensuring the safety of our people and the individuals who've served our country now suffering from these troubling health incidents deserve answers and support, said House Intelligence Chair Adam Schiff, Democrat California, who led the effort in the lowest chamber. The sentiment... Uh, the sentiment. The Senate unanimously pa- passed the bill in June. It now heads to President Joe Biden's desk, where he is expected to sign it into law. President Biden's, uh, where we, yes, President Biden supports the Havana Act and congress- congressional efforts to provide additional support to individuals who've experienced anomalous health incidents. It's a top priority, uh, says the person. Um, <laughs> Let's see. I'm skipping forward some. Yes. So victims have uh, reported symptoms, including intense ringing and pressure in the ears, loss of cognitive abilities and even permanent brain damage. I I want some I want to see some hard evidence of this support of supposed permanent brain damage. I want to see see some before and after brain scans. Right. I want to see some MRIs and and, an official like, you know, non military CIA doctor, uh, you know, backed research on this supposed brain damage. Um, so it says this year alone, several U.S. personnel posted in Vienna, a hotspot for international spies, have developed related symptoms. According to two officials with their, uh, with the investigation, two National Security Council's officials have also been believed to be hit with the directed energy attacks on U.S. soil, one in Arlington, VA, and another on the South Lawn of the White House. Europe is quickly becoming a hotspot for the incidents. Others were detected in South Florida. I feel I like say, like even like let's assume it's true. Let's say okay, that's cool as shit. Yeah, that no, that's like what the, the fuck? Like that's awesome. The fa- and the fact that they developed it with nothing ever leaking out. Yeah, and America I mean, just if anything, that technology. So either you know that's cool. It, it's either obvi- like you know what is seems most logical, complete lie based on some you know th- what I just said. How how difficult it would be for you know multiple countries because you know they're saying like oh china has it cuba has it russia has it etc and the fact that they all either simultaneously develop this technology just completely independently or cooperated and yet nothing was ever leaked is either uh is either you know obviously what seems most likely a ridiculous stupid lie or the most impressive uh you know counterattack against you know u.s intelligence agencies and imperialism like ever to happen 
Uh, so, you know, U.S. government, take your pick of uh, how you want to be embarrassed. Is it via lying or is it being seen as a bunch of little poo-poo pussy piss babies who uh, who who are getting fucked in the ass by mind, you know, mind terror rays? Uh, I wanted to say I feel like with these people posted in Vienna who are supposedly developing symptoms, I feel like these are just like dorks who watched too much uh, Mission Impossible and, and, and Bourne and, J- and James Bond. And now they're just boring. They're bored sitting in an office approving spreadsheets of how much uh, how, how much uh, armaments we want to send to Ukrainian neo-Nazi groups. And they're like, I wish I was a real spy. And so they make up this Havana syndrome symptoms to be wow I'm I I'm so I'm I'm such I'm in such peril and danger I have a headache ah um so let me see if there's anything else in the article worth saying oh, also I do have one briefly one conspiracy theory I can mention briefly that I forgot about that I think is wild sure go ahead but we don't need to go into great detail because I don't think there's a ton there but um. The space race of the 1960s was uh-huh. literally just good publicity for America to develop the technology for ICBMs. Oh, definitely. That's I'm, it. That's all but confirmed at this point. Yeah, no, I mean, it's not even a conspiracy theory. I just think it's interesting. It's like, it is kind of a government cover-up of like, right? oh yeah, we're trying to get a man on the moon. And that's like the whole thing. No, that's it's just, just good, missile just technology. PR. Right. It's we just, just wanted to be able to launch a missile at Russia really quickly. Yeah. Uh, I just think that's interesting. No, that that's a good point to bring up. I want to finish the article here at the end. It says, uh, Already, CIA Director William Burns has devoted significant resources to the issue, receiving near-daily updates and appointing a senior officer responsible for running point on the investigation. That individual, whose identity is classified, previously oversaw the successful manhunt for Osama bin Laden, the terrorist mastermind of the September 11th attacks. Okay, putting aside my uh, the truth of the Avril Rangers <laughs> killing Osama bin Laden in 2003. <laughs> the, okay, this, we're supposed to believe that it's impressive that they have the guy who's uh, oversaw the manhunt for bin Laden, despite the fact that it took them, like, 10 to 11 years to, yeah. to to find and kill him after September 11th, even though supposedly what, you know, he was living in, in, in rural Pakistan or rural Afghanistan. Uh, and we have the most advanced military in the world. It's, I don't think it's as impressive as, uh, as they're trying to pass it off here that no, no wonder they devoted this guy to Havana syndrome. Cause obviously, uh, he's a fucking idiot who can't do things in a timely manner. And so yeah. they just gave it to him and said, yeah, sure. Uh, you know, just get working on it. And, uh, it's not going to be until 2035 when he says, yeah, actually it's not real. <laughs> yeah. So my girlfriend has a fancy corporate job and this is all related i promise but um she was watching these educational videos that the company sent her Mm -hmm. that were like onboarding shit and just manners and bullshit corporate propaganda and one of them was a video about um how to deal with disruptive meeting goers and one of them was like, if you have someone that's disruptive or doesn't pay attention, give them a small, useless job like timekeeper. So that way they keep track of the time and are focused on that or like note taker or something. Right. Something that doesn't really matter. This is absolutely so what they're doing. Bothered. 
that's what they're doing. That's absolutely right. That's a great. They're like, they're like, hey, bud, why don't you go? Why don't you work on Havana syndrome? Go track down the. Really worried about that. Yeah, go track down the ray guns, buddy. Uh, so this says Burns has read in an inter- NPR interview. He's met with several victims of the supposed suspected direct energy attacks. I'm absolutely determined and have spent a great deal of time and energy on this for months. Said the CIA, I, I, the four months I've been CIA director to get to the bottom of the question of what and who caused this. He describes the threat as real and serious. It's of a pro- it's a profound obligation, I think, of any leader to take care of your people, and that's what I'm determined to do. Burns' team has been and directly impacted by the matter. According to CNN, a member of Burns' staff came down with the symptoms of directed energy attack during the director's recent trip to India. Of course. Uh, And yeah, nothing to worry about of him going to India either and the fact that India has a thriving uh, left-wing movement uh, in it trying to to, uh, push back against the right-wing Indian government. No. So yeah, that's a uh, some just a nice check in with our friends in the government working on the ever important uh, Havana syndrome, which you know is again just nothing but a ridiculous front for us being able to villainize our our enemies uh, more in the eyes of the public. I can't believe anyone actually believes like anyone anyone of the public buys this because it is just so outlandishly ridiculous yeah like all that shit is just like i literally just can't calling it literally this is a politico you know a supposedly uh you know professional serious politics reporting source and they're writing about uh invisible direct energy attacks like they're those fucking uh martial arts people who think they can use energy to knock people down do you know what i'm talking oh about God. yeah 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 this is literally like the fact that we are at the point when serious politics outlets are i mean I hope we look back on this like we look back on the ridiculous uh, falsehoods we used as as reason to invade Iraq. Uh, and I hope we look back on this the exact same way we look on that now because that's how it's going to look. And anyone defending this or saying that it's a real thing is going to look like the hugest idiot if we're still alive in, you know, 10 years and, and can laugh at them. Oh, man. So, you know, make sure to put on your uh, anti-energy beam helmets whenever you go out to stop Havana Syndrome from turning your brain into a fried egg. You know, what's nice is with the Book of Secrets I ordered, um, it actually, in the ad, says it comes with an anti-energy helmet. Oh, that's great. Well, I think at the yeah. at the back of the book of secrets, it's like an old comic book, and they have a bunch of ads uh, for like X-ray glasses and stuff like that. And one of them is yeah. an anti Havana syndrome helmet. Well, Austin, I thought that was a nice little uh, conspiracy roundup. Yeah. Conspiracy roundup. For our conspiracy month and, uh, you know, just, just shooting the shit, talking about some goofy theories 
and uh, some real stuff and everything in between. Um, so, yeah, I hope you had a good time as well. Oh, yeah, I thought this was a great one. Um, and next week, looking forward to it, to close out Conspiracy Month, we have a movie um, that I have yet to watch, uh, but I, it's it, from what everything I've seen online, it's a uh, pretty ridiculous 90s action movie that's going to tie in a lot of these uh, conspir- famous conspiracy theories we've talked about and uh, kind of uh, have them play into its narrative. So hopefully it'll be a nice uh, bookend on our little conspiracy month journey. So uh, obviously uh, we hope you join us next time for that. And hope you enjoyed this episode. I do want to say, uh, if you feel so inclined and you're a fan of the show, uh, I'm going to shill for a moment here. Feel free to uh, uh, leave us a review on the old Apple podcast. Uh, Scroll down to the bottom of our page and uh, leave a review. Um, Tell us how you have been a wanted person and a... a, a, uh, Tell us how you... Well, sorry. Tell us how you have have been wanted and a and a top target for the deep state since listening to this podcast. Uh, so leave a review and and let us know. What were you gonna say, tell Austin? Us, tell us about a time that you've had to read an apology to the U.S. government on air. Yes. Uh, so yeah, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you feel inclined. And as uh, always, you can follow us on our Twitter, uh, which is at e two a podcast. And uh, that's today's show, and we hope you enjoyed it. And uh, oh, sorry, I'm being I'm being handed a note from uh, someone in the room with me. It is to say, we here at the Explaining to Austin podcast 100% back and support our brave agents and government workers being affected by the dastardly Havana syndrome ray gun. Uh, any jokes made at their expense were wrong and uh, in poor taste. Uh, Havana Syndrome is real, and the directed energy beam attack weapons being used by our foes against our people from our government and intelligence agencies is a dastardly act of evil. Uh, explaining to Austin is a complete 100% supporter of the U.S. military and intelligence agencies and is sponsored by Raytheon. Uh, thank you for listening to the Explain to Austin podcast hour brought to you by Raytheon. Until next time, have a Raytheon-tastic day.